Crossing the high pass, one comes upon a scary-looking cave entrance. You realize you have a choice that Bilbo and the dwarves did not. Should I go in or stay out? While the thirteen dwarves and a hobbit were whisked away against their collective will into the depths of the biggest goblin settlement this side of Moria, we get to decide for ourselves. And of course we're going to go in. It's dank, dirty, orcish, scary, ridiculously crowded. But who could resist so historic a place? Not me. And for that matter, not Starry of the Starry Mantle. Starry is a verdant lore enthusiast, and she joins me here in Goblin Town to explore its depths and try to figure out why goblins love disco so very much. Like I said, I, I love your blog, so you obviously have good taste. Why in the world would you want to talk about Goblin Town? It's well, not fun. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, there, I had a couple of reasons that it popped into my head. Um, one of them was that on the blog, we had kind of had a fun thing uh, where I was doing a collection of outfits uh, based on the Battle of Five Armies from The Hobbit. And, oh, yes. um, yeah, and some of, uh, some of my readers had, I don't know if they were kind of joking with me or, or what, but uh, they suggested that I do uh, um, Dublin outfit. So I, uh, I decided to take on the challenge, and I did kind of, a, I dressed up my Hobbit as a goblin. <laughs> And uh, it turned out to be really fun. So I guess I just had goblins on the mind. It's Goblin Town, and you are listening to Beneath Your Feet. Our trek begins at the mountain's throat. A foreboding name for a foreboding place, it is simply a gaping hole leading deep into the heart of the mountain. However, this isn't the way Bilbo and the dwarves took. Their way went high above this entrance, to the goblins' back door, as they sought shelter from a wicked thunderstorm in the high paths of the mountainside. Thinking they have found a goodly cave in which to sleep the storm off, what they really found was a newly dug exit in an ever-winding labyrinthine goblin settlement that we all know and love as Goblin Town. Ah. Oh. Hello, what's this? Look out! The ponies, the ponies. Inside is nothing but a whole lot of goblins. As Starry says, it's intimidating for a new player. So what is it you love about this part? I mean, because it's, it's well represented in The Hobbit. Um, it gets a little cameo in, in The Hobbit. Well, not a cameo, but a big part in the, the old Hobbit animated film. That's really fun. Within the game, it's not that fun. There, there's some really cool spots to it. There's some iconic spots to it. Um, but what is it that you love about it? I think the, my favorite thing about it is thinking back to the first character I ran through Goblin Town, I was terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I was so nervous in there. I was just ready to be jumped by goblins at any time, and I died so many times. It was just really scary, and so I just have a really, you know, a really strong memory of, of my first time through mm -hmm. Goblin Town. But it's also really, you know, it's so huge, and there's yeah. there's so much room to explore and get lost, and I also really love the um, the environmental sound effects. I love how you can hear right. the, the goblins shrieking off in the distance right. and laughing. And <laughs> so, what would you say? Yeah, what would you say to someone who's who's about to maybe spend their first time going down down to Goblin Town? Well, just 
bring food. Maybe be, maybe be a little over level. It's kind of rough in there. Bring yeah. a friend. Bring a friend. Uh, bring a. <laughs> maybe <laughs> it's too bad we can't bring our ponies in for the goblins to to eat them <laughs> right. instead of us. But <laughs> Take the pony. Leave me alone. Yeah. What from the books helps you to connect with this area? Uh, well, one thing I think is really great is how they've um, brought in Bilbo's buttons. Mm-hmm. There's a deed in there where you can, um, in your exploration, uh, you can pick up uh, various cufflinks and buttons from uh, Bilbo's waistcoat when he uh, that he lost when he squeezed out the, the back door. And I, I just think that's a really neat right. way that they've sort of brought in the, the events from The Hobbit. Right, yeah. And there's some quests that, I mean, it all kind of connects to, um, but you have to start with Bilbo down there in the Hall of Fire, right? Yeah, I think it's great how they've, you know, they're alluding back to those events from The Hobbit. So, you know, we, we can kind of think of where the ring came from and, and what Bilbo's involvement was. Just a nice way to tie it together with the uh, events of um, Lord of the Rings. Goblin Town is a huge delving by the smaller orcs of the mountains, what hobbits call goblins. It winds in a northeasterly fashion from the aforementioned entrances to the back door on the eastern side of the Misty Mountains, exiting to a large valley near the Carrick, a large mesa on the Anduin River bordering Mirkwood. Goblins have resided in the Misty Mountains for an age. Despite their diminished numbers after the War of Dwarves and Orcs, they spread from the northern tip of the mountain chain at Mount Graham and began to infest the whole range, creating spots like Goblin Town and forever harassing the dwarves of Moria until their exit after the awakening of Dornsbane. But Goblin Town feels a little different. It seems its own place and is only ever alluded to in The Hobbit, as the game is the Lord of the Rings online, not The Hobbit online, and because it's been stated that the game only has the rights to the Lord of the Rings, not The Hobbit, it seems a bit strange that they were able to put Goblin Town in the game. It's a welcomed addition, if not a confounding one, as it is the one spot that ties The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings together. Yeah, I've never Speak understood that. that. It's, it's weird, and if you, if you read the forums, people seem to go back and forth as to whether Turbine ever had rights to The Hobbit, or um, you know, if, if they did at one point, or they will again, or I don't know. But it's nice that they did get it in. Yeah, so how well do you think they did interpreting it, even though you know, it's from a different book, and the view from the book, The Hobbit, is really just kind of Bilbo stumbling around. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I think they, you know, that's a bit of interpretation and a bit of yeah. uh, extrapolation. Um, I think what they ended up with is really, uh, really great. It's, to me, it's creepy and uh, maze-like. And, yeah. and um, you know, every time I'm in there, I just, I get the, the sense that I hate to be stuck in there as a, a slave or a prisoner right. or something, working away in never see the light of day again definitely not uh, yeah it's a pretty convincing cave i like how you uh you know when you're when you're heading down the corridors there are these big stone corridors and you can see them stretching off into the distance mm-hmm. it's just eerie yeah and then by the, when you actually go down those hallways they're, they're so thickly inhabited mm-hmm. there's just goblins everywhere and i mean obviously you kind of expect that with goblin town but you know there's like no end to the goblins so it just kind of adds to that claustrophobia Mm-hmm. I also like the horse cooking on the spit in the kitchen area. I never noticed <laughs> that one before. Where's where that? Uh, if you come in through the the black crack door, it's I think it calls it the, the Goblin Town Kitchens, and uh, in the middle there's 
it's a kind of a big bonfire and they've got a, a pony or a horse up on the spit and it makes me think of the poor ponies from the hobbit that got eaten oh that's brilliant i didn't notice that yeah i think um because there are these distinctive areas like you said the kitchens and the slave pens and other places like that but because it all looks so similar it's just this one long cavern i think that mm-hmm. the times i spent extended play sessions in there i just kind of start to tune out after a while <laughs> like it gets yeah, kind of overwhelming so maybe I, maybe I did see the pony and I just didn't realize I did because I was just so over it. Mm-hmm. It is. It can be a little samey. Yeah. Definitely. It's it's not like the newer um, zones of the game where they. I think they're very conscious now of breaking them up into sort of bite-sized, very different chunks. But even from a design point, maybe Goblin Town should be a little bit. It shouldn't be inviting. <laughs> you know, it feels very vast. Definitely. And maybe partially because it, it is uh, tunnel after tunnel after tunnel of goblins then eventually once you get through you find the big orcs they're down there as well kind of as you get closer to the to the throne room right the fat ones if nothing else goblin town is best known as the spot where bilbo discovers the ring the importance of that moment where bilbo is dropped by a fleeing dory and stumbles upon a cave with a small lake in the middle cannot be overstated once bilbo comes to his senses he manages to find a small golden ring there in the dark he is quickly confronted by a small but hungry and ghastly creature and engages in the time-honored tradition of the riddle game to try and save his skin. The rest, as they say, is history, and it is from here, some years later, that Tolkien discovers the link between Bilbo's tale and the larger mythology he had been working on for so many years. That link is, of course, the One Ring of Power, and it had been hiding there in the dark of Goblin Town, safe on the island in Gollum's cave for time out of mind. You mentioned the kitchens. Are there any other um, secret areas or you know places people should look out for or ones that you've discovered as you've been through there? Well, most people probably know about it because, uh, uh, because Bilbo gives you a quest to go there. But, of course, you can visit Gollum's Cave. Right. It's really cool. Um, you can swim out to, to um, his little island where he has uh, built his, his shabby little tent. Of course, he's you know not there anymore. Right. There are fish bones scattered around. It's kind of misty and, and creepy. I always thought that was pretty neat. The first time I, I found my way there, I was I was in awe. And then there's the um, the very cool uh, goblin cave art near Gollum's, the entrance to, to oh, Gollum's yes. cave, which I, I guess is like a goblin warning or, or something that they've done there to warn stray goblins away from from, uh, from wandering into his cave. It's a big you know picture of Gollum looking really sinister with the you can see the ring blazing on his hand oh i didn't notice the ring before i mean i remember the cave painting i didn't notice there was a ring on his finger yeah he's holding his hands up and you can see a golden ring oh that's so cool yeah that's just cool because it kind of like the pony it's just another reference to the story where you know part of the reason why Gollum went for bilbo is because he was sick of eating goblins and he has this kind of nice plump hobbit down there so he's gonna chow down on him (laughs) instead right Well, the throne room, of course. Oh yes. Um, and I, they've they've added the bit that sort of uh, pit. There's a big pit in the middle of the throne room where uh, the 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 gray goblin has uh, like a pet troll or something down there. And I I can't remember. I don't think in the Hobbit there's any specific mention of that. But it it seems uh, you know like something a, a goblin king would do have sort of a like a blood sport pit right. in front of his throne. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> What would help other players or general Tolkien fans better appreciate Goblin Town next time they're they're down there? Uh, well, I don't <laughs> I don't know if it'll make people appreciate Goblin Town more, but one of the things that I really love about Goblin Town is if 
you've ever seen, uh, you mentioned it already, the 1977 animated Hobbit movie. And there's a very, it's kind of got some musical numbers in it. And one of the more memorable ones is the Funky Goblin Town song. Oh, definitely. Which, yeah, which has the, you know, it's based on the lyrics from the book. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, when you're in Goblin Town in game, there's there are two passages in the, the Goblin Town music that have the same uh, rhythm of those lyrics from the book, the, the down down to Goblin Town part. Right. And the, uh, the you go, my lad, ho ho, my lad. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a really neat way of tying back to the book. And it's a treat. Why? I don't know why goblins love disco so much. But. <laughs> It's not a huge area. It's you know, it's small. It's compact. It's a, it's a sort of a nice, tidy uh, quest line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's the the ones quest arc where you free the elven prisoners from the the slave pens. Right. And uh, and then everything else kind of leads up to defeating the great goblin. So I like how it's uh, you know the the quest arc is kind of tidy and uh, you get in there and you get with your friends and you get it done. And, and then you're yeah, yeah, it's like a unique experience. Not a lot of people do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, anything else about Goblin Town before I let you go? No, any I, closing I, remarks or any plugs for your blog? If you like uh, having your character look uh, unique and stand out, or if you just like playing around with the cosmetic system in uh, in Latro, uh, I've always got new outfits every week at the Starry Mantle, uh, usually Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. You can come ch- check them out. Um, and each outfit has a cool story with it, too, so it's yeah, more bang for your buck. Absolutely. Try to bring in a little bit of lore for the lore nuts like myself. And uh, we just have fun in the, in the comments. I, I love to hear from everyone, uh, whether it's telling me uh, that you like the outfit or if you want to tell me it's, uh, <laughs> it's a crime against Middle-earth fashion. That's <laughs> great, too. I welcome everyone to come by. Excellent. All right. Well, Starry, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Shipwreck. This has been episode 17 of the Beneath Your Feet podcast. Please send any questions, comments, screenshots, poems, songs, short stories, anything at all to shipwreck at lotrobeneathyourfeet.com. For more information on Goblin Town and links to this episode's music, check the show notes on my blog at lotrobeneathyourfeet.com. From there, you can view old screenshots and episodes, follow on Facebook or Google+, and subscribe on iTunes. Also, be sure to enjoy The Starry Mantle, Starry's wonderful cosmetic and lore blog, at starrymantle.wordpress.com. Stay tuned, and thank you again for listening. My name is Shipwreck, and we'll see you next time when we go beneath your feet. <laughs>